0: Welcome to another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings. My name is Becky Easton, and I'm your host. I'm a personal family lawyer licensed in Arizona and Colorado, and this podcast is an attempt to get some general legal information out you, out to you, um, largely wrapped around uh, um, estate and business planning. And just remember that this isn't specific legal advice for you. Uh, so if there's something that kind of piques your interest or makes your uh, perks your ears up, then I definitely encourage you to talk with an attorney near you. You can find a personal family lawyer at personalfamilylawyer.com. And um, as always, if you're in Arizona or Colorado and you'd like to discuss something further with me, you can always hop on my calendar by going to bit.ly forward slash call Easton Law. So today I want to talk a little bit about um, title insurance. And this is something that I bet um, you have not really thought very much about. Even if you have bought a house, then what you probably did was just take your realtor's advice on the title insurance policy to buy, and um, and really didn't com- didn't compare policies, didn't really think about um, what, why you might want to take one policy uh, over another, or even that there were options <laughs> as to which policy to take. And you know, I have to say that that I am not as informed as I'd like to be when it comes to title insurance. And I mean, of course, I, I don't work in that field or anything. So it's not surprising, I suppose, that, that I would have a little bit to learn about it. But um, but yeah, I mean, definitely, I've, bought, I've purchased two houses and I couldn't tell you the first thing probably about either of those title policies so there is another podcast, um, called, is that even legal that I listen to quite frequently? Um, I've kind of been binging through it. It looks like it started, let's see, right before, um, COVID It's a monthly podcast by, um, attorney Bob Sewell, who's a partner at the law firm of Davis, Miles, Maguire Gardner, Davis, Miles, Maguire Gardner. Um, here in Arizona, and um, and it, I'm just really enjoying it. I always love listening to other people who are in similar fields. Um, Bob specifically uh, works in probate litigation, and so when a plan that a planner like me has, uh, has drafted doesn't come through for the family, then you know Bob comes in and um, and helps after the fact. So of course I'm always hoping that none of my clients are going to uh, end up in litigation um, after the fact. But you know it's every every now and then it's going to happen. Things are not going to going to happen like they're supposed to or like you plan them and. Um, Uh, You just sometimes end up in litigation. But anyway, it's really fascinating listening to people talk, especially when they come uh, down the line from me. It's really easy, um, or I really enjoy learning from those experiences, right? Because I can fix it, um, or I can try to fix it for my clients on the front end by hearing what went poorly on the back end. So um, anyway, Bob's podcast, Is That Even Legal? Um, was started because he kept getting that exact question from his clients. And so he has an episode from back in uh, February of 2022 about, um, primarily about dirty deeds and title theft. Uh, But they talked a whole lot about title insurance. And so the primary benefit and Kind of where my knowledge uh, stood as far as uh, title insurance went is that um, it would protect you from any prior issues with the title to your house. So if you purchase the property and then somewhere down the line, someone was like, oh, just kidding. I own the property, not you. Um, then your title insurance policy is likely going to cover you and allow you to um, to defend that claim. And um, one thing I did not realize, though, was that there's coverage for um, later fraudulent transfers that happen. And this is something that you might have... Um, you might've heard about more, you probably hear, uh, ads for some sort of title protection on the radio, but, um, you know, people can forge your signature on a deed conveying the property to themselves and then sell it and making some sort of money to somebody else who then has, you know, has purchased a fraudulent title at this point, and in a couple of the stories they were talking about, you know, someone just showed up at the, at the house and said, I own this house now, we are going to evict you. <laughs> the proper owner was a little confused by that statement and fortunately was able to go um, reach out to their attorney and get the matter settled. And so and where that comes in is that there or where the the title insurance aspect comes in is that there are some policies that for, you know, a a few extra dollars when you're when you're purchasing the policy at closing, it it will also protect you from fraudulent transfers after signing, Um, whereas many stop at signing. It's just anything that had happened before that. And with this type of, um, crime getting more prevalent, um, at least it tends to happen with, um, properties that are vacant, kind of second homes, um, things like that. But also, um, one thing I found really interesting about title insurance was that, um, you may want to consider, especially in today's real estate market, you may want to consider if it's been a few years talking to the company and purchasing a new policy, because it may not actually cover any sort of replacement value now. Um, you know, like us, or if you've owned the home for a long time, you know, maybe you bought it. Back in the 1900s <laughs> and um, you your title insurance policy only covers you know say fifty thousand dollars or eighty thousand dollars you know and if something happens to your home now and it's worth um you know it's worth two hundred three hundred four hundred thousand dollars then uh, it's not going to give you full coverage there and you're not going to get um, quite enough value out of your policy. And so that was another thing I didn't know that you, you could even consider revisiting that policy at some point in time. So um, definitely, um, you know, I'd recommend reaching out or figuring out who has your title policy you can also a lot of times if you don't have uh, if you don't have those documents available, what you can do is look up the your deed of trust online and uh, if it's available on the recorder's website and see um, who did the closing for your um, for your home. And then you can usually go back to that company and ask, um, about the policy. But, you know, again, things that, um, I, I hadn't really thought about, you know, I mean, home title fraud is, is happening when someone is obtaining the title to your property, changing ownership from your information to theirs. Oftentimes you don't know for quite some time. And, you know, maybe you start getting, um, Notified about bills that aren't being paid or, you know, all of a sudden you get a foreclosure notice because there was a mortgage taken out and it's not being paid. You know, they are able to gather your personal information from the Internet or elsewhere, take over your identity um, and claim, claim to represent you. And, you know, it's nearly impossible to stop bad actors, right? They are out there and um, they're going to be bad actors if that's what they're set on doing. And so the, the one thing you want to be sure is that you are protecting yourself from all the angles, right? Making sure that you have insurance to cover yourself in that event making sure that you're checking in on your county recorder's uh, website to see if there is a service you can sign up for that will let you know about any changes in any new recordings against your property this is a service that i know is available um, in yavapai county here in Arizona and several other states, I know across the across the nation. I haven't double checked to see if it's available here in Maricopa County or whatnot, but um, definitely check. Uh, there are a lot of services that you can pay to um, monitor this information for you, but you don't you don't necessarily need to. A lot of times, this information is free and publicly available. And another one of the, the recommendations um, that that Bob and his guest Jesse Wolnick had on this particular podcast were to continue to check your um, credit report you know, regularly and check in on the recorder's website to see if anything else has pulled up. And sometimes you can also see information from the assessor's website because it'll show the new owner of the property or where tax bills are going so again that was from the podcast is that even legal by attorney bob sewell partner at um, davis miles and highly recommend this one, um, his is about monthly. Uh, remember that, which was far too overwhelming for me. And instead I decided I'd do a daily podcast. <laughs> yep. Well, Bob's is uh, about monthly. I think there are a couple episodes that are a little bit closer together, but, um, and he's been rocking it since right before COVID. Uh, like I said, so there are some really great episodes, lots of good information there And some really great um, guests that he has had on. So definitely check that one out. You can get um, to the podcast by going to evenlegal.com. It's always great to know that there are other people out there doing fun and interesting content, legal content, for you. And as always, I definitely want to thank you for tuning in to another episode here of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I'm your host, Becky Easton, and I will talk to you more tomorrow. Have a great day.